1: Ditto heads.
2: Lightning
1: Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence.
2: He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The
1: Rush Hour is on the air.
2: Rush, rush. Now, here's Bo Snerdly.
1: Welcome to your Monday Rush Hour. Bo Snurdly here with you here on WABC. If you would like to be part of the program today, 800-848-WABC is the number to call. 800-848-9222. A special public service announcement. Yes, we have a special public service announcement. We are looking for a plane. If you or your neighbors, anybody's talking, you—if you have seen an F thirty F thirty five fighter flying around your house,
2: please call the federal government. They lost a plane, a very very expensive plane, a U.S. fighter jet, stealth fighter. Is missing. It went missing somewhere over South Carolina.
1: The pilot ejected from the plane because of a mishap, but the plane is still out there somewhere, we believe.
2: Joint Base Charleston. That's an air base near Charleston. Said it's working with the Marine
1: Corps Air Station in Beaufort to locate the F 35. It
2: went missing yesterday no one has seen the plane so if you just happen to be out walking the dog maybe you're
1: one of those people that likes to put your cat on a leash and walk your cat and you haven't run into it you see this thing circling around up there or whatever and it looks like to you, something's odd with that. Call the government. There are memes already all over social media with the plane, a picture of the plane on milk cartons,
2: missing plane. Uh, but so far, it has not surfaced.
1: So many news stories today, we will not be able to get to them all. Perhaps I will go through some headlines to get to at least some awareness on some of them. If you were with us over the weekend, we had a very heartbreaking story. WABC News Director Noam Layden and I discussed it in depth that morning as events were unfolding, and that's the story of what happened in the Bronx at the El Divino Nino Daycare. Saturday, we were still looking for information. Since then, arrests have been made in this heartbreaking case. The 36-year-old owner of El Divino Nino de Gina Menendez Mendez, and a 41-year-old man identified as Carlisto Acevedo Brito, are now facing charges of murder and manslaughter. They may face other charges in the days ahead following the death of a one-year-old child and pictures of this child i'm telling you he looks so angelically
2: beautiful his parents had left him to be cared for at this center
1: the early news reports that came in on saturday had suggested that a lethal exposure to the drug fentanyl was suspected in causing the infant's death today. News stories indicate that, indeed, fentanyl had been present. They believe that the fentanyl, some of it was airborne, particles of it. And that is what caused the death of this young child. And three other children were harmed by it, but they received medical attention and lived. Police also believed that the daycare center was being used as a front
2: for a drug operation. They discovered a kilo of fentanyl in the closet, along with
1: some pressing devices that are used to package the drug. I wrote about this in the Daily BS yesterday. I said there are still many unanswered questions how they came in contact. Well,
2: now we know. It was through airborne exposure to the fentanyl. Aside from the young baby that died, Nicholas Felice Domenici,
1: one years old, there were two other toddlers, both of them were two years old and an eight-month-old girl that received medical attention and thankfully are expected to pull through. But we may never know, my friends, the answer to the other obvious questions. Where did the fentanyl come from? Was this manufactured here, or was the batch part of a flood of fentanyl that came via the cartels through the very open southern borders that the Biden administration willfully ignores?
2: In fact, this weekend, there are pictures of a train. with open freight cars full of immigrants. That train is on its way to the United States.
1: News reports that have been circulating in the past months say that China, the Chinese commies, are aware that fentanyl is being mass-produced there, manufactured in massive amounts. The United States... Is the targeted and desired destination, if that is true,
2: is the Chinese government complicit in this death of one-year-old Nicholas Felice Domenici and thousands of other, tens of thousands of
1: other deaths in the United States?
2: Or are those reports false?
1: Is there an operation at foot to intentionally smear the Chinese government and ignore the real culprits? We don't know. Where are these drugs coming from?
2: Another uncomfortable question arises, and that's the status of these two that are now in custody. Given the fact that almost 7 million people have entered into
1: America illegally since Joe Biden took office on top of the roughly 20 million who are said to already be here illegally
2: one cannot help but wonder are these two defendant these two suspects
1: here illegally and that i understand may be an offensive question to some people
2: but the sad reality is that none of the questions we just raised will matter much to the grieving parents. They have lost a very beautiful son, one years old. There is a news story today where they are, uh, it's hard to explain the anguish that they're going through. Do You bring your child to a, what you think is a reputable daycare center, come back,
1: your child is dead, one years old. And it's not because of some unavoidable accident, some mishap. It's because of greed,
2: criminality, evil behavior, people posing as daycare operators so that they can traffic in drugs. I
1: don't know anybody that would think it's a good idea to have one of the most lethal drugs in history
2: housed at the same location that you're housing the most vulnerable people among us, the babies.
1: How in the world does anyone think this is a good idea? Well, if the reporting on these arrests bears true and
2: these two individuals who've been charged are in fact convicted of murder. They just spend the rest of their lifetimes reflecting on what they did here while being held to account for it. There's another sad story that is in
1: the news today. This one out of Pennsylvania, I believe. It is Pennsylvania. No, I'm sorry,
2: Virginia. Wexton. Jennifer Wexton. She is a young member of the House of
1: Representatives. She says she's not going to run for a fourth term because she's
2: been diagnosed with a rare neurological disorder that is like Parkinson's on steroids. She's heartbroken, she says, to have to give up something that she loved after so many years of serving her community. Now. For those of you who look into her record, this woman is very much an anti-Trump.
1: In fact, the news says she was inspired to run to office because of her disdain of then Donald Trump, President Trump. This is the woman that beat out the moderate Barbara Comstock in Virginia. Shortly after she entered Congress, she draped a transgender flag outside her office. She told the Washington Post she would not likely have
2: run to be in Congress if it were not that Donald Trump were in the White House. Now she's saying that this disease is going to kill her.
1: There's no joy for anyone in that. Politics aside, we don't wish that on anyone. And we certainly hope that she and her family,
2: She's able, she said she's going to uh, spend the time that she has left with her family. And we certainly
1: wish her and her family the best. And who knows, maybe,
2: maybe, a miracle will emerge that will spare her life. Larry David, story in the New York Post today, comedian Larry David, was at a wedding with Elon Musk in Saint-Tropez, France, last year. It's just now being reported. And according to Walter Isaacson, the author formerly with Time, formerly with CNN, Isaacson has a new biography entitled Elon Musk. And
1: according to Walter Isaacson, the two were seated at the same table, and Larry Davidson took after Elon Musk for supporting Republicans. Do you want to, do you just want to murder kids in school? That's what he asked, supposedly, Elon. Do you just want to murder kids in school? This was uh shortly
2: after the incident that mass shooting happened in Uvalde Uvalde, Texas. Elon Musk, of course not. No, no. He was baffled and annoyed. I'm an anti kid murder. The the uh I'm
1: anti kid murder. The mogul reportedly told Larry David, "Then how can you vote Republican?" Now, a Larry Davidson show. I saw a few episodes of it. Uh, what's the curvy or whatever it is? Your enthusiasm, That's yeah, it's funny.
2: But these liberals are so, so arrogant. How do you go to somebody and just presume that whatever your worldview is, you should just?
1: spew it out in a social, and oh, like like Elon Musk is going to say, oh, you know, Larry, I've never considered that, that I might be a child murderer because I like Republicans. Thank you for telling me, Larry. I'm going to change my ways because you Toby. there is a story this weekend I have spent a lot of time. I'm not going to spend a lot of time with it today. Diego, have you seen this guy that was the uh, Rolling Stone co-founder?
0: Uh, yeah, I did Greg Kelly's show earlier and he played that clip and
2: it pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. This guy, this guy, I mean,
1: I I am writing a column on that and I'm just going to wait until I
2: do my column. But this guy, this guy. The arrogance, the racism, the sexism, the
1: disdain for black artists and women just drips from this guy that was co-founder of Rolling Stone. He left there in 2019. Basically says black artists are not articulate enough to have made it to his interview book. He, He interviewed seven
2: artists, many of them, you know, like Bono. mick jagger all seven white guys which I, which i don't care fine if the, it's your
1: book that's what that's who you want to interview for your book okay but he says these black people they weren't in his zeitgeist and these female artists
2: he basically called joni mitchell dumb Grace slick dumb Well, he was... The the New York Times ran the interview. I read the interview in the New York Times. And
1: within 24 hours of it being posted, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation asked him to leave the board of directors. It was that horrible. I'll have more on that later. Ah, Today we lead with the birthday. of one of the most articulate songwriters in the world, Michael Frank. Michael Frank's born September 18, 1944. Singer, songwriter, he's considered to be one of the leaders of the Quiet Storm movement. Worked with so many artists. Patty Austin, Art Garfunkel, Brenda Russell, who he's with on this song, Klaus Ogerman, Joe Sample, David Sanborn, His songs, recorded by the likes of Gordon Haskell, Shirley Bassey, The Carpenters, Kurt Elling, Diana Krall, Patti LaBelle, Lyle Lovett, The Manhattan Transfer, Ringo Starr, Carmen McRae, Natalie Cole, and others. Michael Franks is a genius lyricist. He has a style all his own that is so fluent. So creative and imaginative, as is his songwriting. Happy birthday from us here to an American original, Michael Franks. When
2: I give my love to you, I can feel the
1: downtime and leave. And I ain't pretending, what's simply not. Reveal the degree of ecstasy. Only you can make
2: me feel when you give your love to me. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention, Ditto
1: Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. On this day in 1970, Jimi Hendrix was pronounced dead on arrival at St. Mary's Abbott's Hospital in London, age 27. Earlier in that night, he left a message that he needed help bad, man, on his manager's answer phone. He choked on his own vomit. Of course, the conspiracy theories grew. Yeah. Regardless of what happened, the world lost one of its stellar musicians that day. A member of the 27 Club as they've known to be called the one, the only, Jimi Hendrix. Here in New York, Mayor Adams is back at it. He says the soaring cost of the migrant crisis is going to hurt low-income New Yorkers. Your mayor and mine, 800, by the way, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222 is where you get us. Your mayor has said, ladies and gentlemen, that he will be forced to dip into the city
2: coffers and that he may have to slash up to 15%
1: of the money that some of his agencies are spending. The money's got to come from somewhere. If we don't get help from the feds, if we don't get help from the state, then this is going to come from somewhere, and it's going to hurt, hurt low-income New Yorkers. Where did he say this? Why, he was on TV with Reverend Al the Housewife. Reverend Al, (laughs) there was a disc jockey when I was a kid. Used to call himself. Happy Howell, the housewife's pal. But anyway, uh, Reverend Al Sharpton, he was on with Al Sharpton yesterday, talking about how the low-income people in New York are going to be hurt by this wave of illegal, uh, illegal immigration that he asked for.
2: Hey, come here. We're a sanctuary for you. Come on. They're here. Meanwhile... An 80-year-old man, I'm sure you may know this, executed on a Bronx street. Somebody on a bike, bicycle. Healthy, strong, 80-year-old man adored by all his family
1: and friends. Marcelino Valerio, gunned down, 1.10 a.m. in the morning on Sunday. After attending a Sweet 16 celebration with his wife, the killer, dressed in black from head to toe with a ski mask, riding next to him on the sidewalk, shot him twice, once point blank in the head. There is no indication that this so far was anything other than a random or perhaps a case of misidentification.
2: Mis- and his family is in agony over this. This is. New York, in Chicago, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be
1: happy to know the government wants to do there. The mayor of Chicago, just like the mayor here, full of great
2: ideas, the mayor of Chicago wants to open up a new business in the city. He wants to open up a grocery store. You see due to the crime problem there in certain
1: neighborhoods Walmart, Whole Foods and others have left. Retailers are closing their doors. It's not just Chicago, it's places in New York, it's places in San Francisco, places in in the Bay Area. They've had enough. They cannot compete with these this this rampant shoplifting that's out of control, the crime, the violence. And they're saying, no mas, enough already, we're closing. And so now, in response to the closing of these businesses, what does the mayor of Chicago do? Does he say, we are going to get a handle on this crime problem and stop it? We're going to put these criminals in jail? We are going to actually take crime seriously and defend the citizens of this city? No! He says, you know what we ought to do? I know what we ought to do.
2: We ought to open up a grocery store. All the stores have left. Where do we open up a grocery store? It is ins. I have almost no words for the
1: level of ignorance that we are seeing on parade from these elected Democrats. James Golden snorty with the air WABC talk radio 77 ah yes birthday today heavenly American trauma Michael Hossack member of the Doobie Brothers he's on this one listen to the music Played on China Grove, too, so. Died in 2012 in Wyoming at the age of 65, but the music lives on.
2: Hour with Bo nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: Somebody's gonna hurt someone. 1979. Oh, the, the Eggles. The Eagles. Somebody's gonna come undone. Release this one from their album, The Long Run. Everybody wants to touch somebody. Heartache tonight. Mike Dadino, WABC Sports, is here with us. Mike, heartbreak over the weekend for at least one New York team. Talk to us about the Jets
0: and the Giants. James, how are you? I appreciate you having me back on the show. We'll start with the Jets. Obviously, heartbreak central (laughs) one week ago today when Aaron Rodgers went down. Ruptured his Achilles. That's Terrible. Terrible. Coming Terrible. from a Jet fan here too. Terrible destroyed. Terrible. Terrible. Mm. Distra-
1: Terrible. Terrible.
0: Now last night now yesterday, actually afternoon, Jets they played the Dallas Cowboys. They were smacked around by Dallas. Um, Zach Wilson, he is the backup quarterback, second former second overall pick in the draft. Smacked uh-huh. around uh-huh. by the Cowboys. Ugly, uh-huh. ugly loss for the Jets. The season is over. Unless unless the Jets go out and make a trade for a quarterback. I suspect they will do that. This week, though, go get a veteran quarterback, backup type of guy. Uh-huh. And uh, no more Zach Wilson. Smacked
1: around, you say. Smacked around. How bad was it? I believe I stopped watching. Bad. I believe the final was 30 The to sports 10. guy stopped watching it was so bad. That's like the Giants the week before when they were, what was the score? Like 155 to nothing? Yeah, 160 to
0: nothing, actually. No,
2: 160
1: to nothing.
0: 40 to yeah. nothing, the Giants won the week one. Jets lost 30 to 10. So, yeah, I turned that one off in the fourth quarter. But the Giants, they had a really exciting one yesterday. They were down. Yeah. Sorry, go on.
1: Yeah, that was unfortunate. They were, th- Things looked like they were going right. And then all of a sudden, the Giants turned it around.
0: Yeah, Giants... So, I'm guessing you're not a Giants fan based on that You comment. would be guessing correctly.
1: Yes. Things looked like it, it was poised to be a great afternoon. And then the Giants had what I read. Of course, I didn't watch it. But I read they had the biggest single comeback they tied the biggest comeback mm-hmm. of their career is that
0: right in franchise history they were losing 20 to nothing at the half and then obviously they lost the first game of the season 40 to nothing so going into the locker room the giants were being outscored 60 to nothing through one and a half games and this was against the Arizona Cardinals who were projected to be the worst team in the NFL this season but the giants they come back they win that game they walk it off with a game winning field goal but it comes at a cost Saquon Barkley their star running back Hurt his ankle in the win. Oh. He is being tested on now. Mm. Um, not a doctor, but I would guess he missed a few weeks. Mm. Oh, and you don't see, you don't bad. seem like you have any sympathy for the Giants.
1: Oh, too bad.
0: Too bad. Now you said well, you my... used to watch football. Yeah, until you they started watching? all
1: that. Until they started with their anti-American kneeling crap, and that was the end of it for me. I'm done. So I'm not going guessing... to I'm not going to watch a bunch of overpaid, half-literate athletes go on about how awful America is when they couldn't do what they're doing in any other country but America. That was it for me. And I was a football fan since age of five. And that was it. And I haven't watched since. But anyway.
0: But anyway. So sorry. Don't don't blame you for that take. Um, A lot of people stop watching. Well, Now it's obviously still super popular. I'll never stop watching it just because I love football. Obviously, don't condone or agree with the kneeling crap. Um... Now, you saw that Colin Kaepernick, so Colin Kaepernick obviously started that whole uh, movement, I guess yeah, you can call well, it. Now, yeah, he, he was reaching out to the Jets, actually, to come play for them after
1: Aaron <laughs> Rodgers got hurt. Get that. They should do it. They should take him. That would just be icing on the cake to watch them lose with Kaepernick.
0: Now, that would be something else. And they won't. it won't happen. Just from a football standpoint, obviously, take out all the background noise. He hasn't played in the NFL in seven years, so it's not going to happen. So what? He wasn't great when he was playing. He was not great. He made a Super Bowl, a little tad fluky, but he was not great when he played. And then, obviously, you start kneeling. You start this anti-America movement, and nobody wants you anymore.
1: Yep. Well, Mike, thank you. Please come in on Mondays and keep us posted as to the goings-on of the New York Giants and the New York Jets, in particular, during football I
0: could definitely do that, Bo. I always appreciate you having me on, everybody. If you can give a quick quick glance at wabcradio.com. That's where we post our sports articles every day. But, Bo, appreciate
1: it. Looking forward to speaking on Monday. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. Yeah. And I'm sorry for all of you Jet fans out there like like Mike. I know a few of you, Debbie, and a few of you, Debbie. (laughs) Um, And I don't, and, and I am not laughing about Aaron Rodgers. I think that's a shame. I don't ever celebrate anybody getting hurt. That's
2: not good. However, the Jets losing? That's good. Let's, uh, let us get to a few
1: telephone calls. I have some, let me go through a few headlines, and then we'll check in with Lou Dobbs, and we'll go to your phones, okay? Uh, there are a bunch of screaming echo activists that blocked the doors to the Federal Reserve building today. Scores of protesters.
2: They don't want fossil fuels. Yeah. Yesterday... 114. No, 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 no. Today, 114 were arrested
1: as they tried to protest in lower Manhattan. Good. There is a report today, a news report, not going to spend a lot of time with it. You'll find it at the Daily BS. State Senator torches university over anti-science oppressive COVID-19 vaccine mandate. We're talking about Rutgers University. Despite everything that we know about these vaccines, they're still insisting on making all everybody get vaccinated. Simple answer, there are other colleges to go to besides Rutgers. There is a story that you should keep your eyes on, ladies and gentlemen, in Connecticut. There is a video
2: of the ballot box being stuffed In a Connecticut mayoral election. Now, we have been told by places like USA Today that
1: mail-in voting is okay. That false claims are just—they're false claims about vote ballot stuffing. The Brennan Center for Justice says extensive research reveals that fraud in elections is very rare. Well, let's keep our eyes on this story that happened in Connecticut, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Mayor Joe Ganim, police are investigating right now. There are videos. Now, remember the last time we saw videos of Georgia. They told us that what we saw in the videos wasn't really what we saw. Has anybody found the F-35
2: airplane yet? I don't know. Keep looking. In the District of Columbia, there is a crisis of violence. How is this happening in all these
1: blue cities? It is so bad that the state councilman there is warning people, and they have to come up with a plan to deal with all the violence. Uh, House Republicans have reached an agreement on a bill to avoid a government shutdown. Conservatives are unhappy. We could go into details, but that's all. Princess Di tweeted out earlier today that she's refusing to give any energy toward these planned shutdown stories that happen every single year, not worth the time. Meanwhile, a group of rebels... Rebel conservatives are threatening to derail this deal that was reached with moderate Republicans to avoid government shutdown. You know, ladies and gentlemen, that Joe Biden has handed over $6 billion to Iran, which is the leading state sponsor of terror in the world. We get five prisoners out of the deal. They get five prisoners Donald Trump is blasting this deal says President Biden is dumb as a rock for offering up this deal let us check in with Lou Dobbs and give plenty of time to get back with your phone calls following that here on WABC what do you got Diego what is this this is Human League's Don't You Want Me oh yeah baby there's a reason we're playing it
0: The reason is 1962 Joanne Catherall, singer with the Human Leave, um, that was formed in Sheffield in England 1977, obtained the success
1: from their hit single, Don't You Want It. Lovely, and it is the birthday today of Joanne Catherall. Birthday. Yes. WABC. Coming right back right after this, do not go away. Mm-hmm.
2: I hear that you won't see me. Don't you want me? You know, I don't believe you when you say that you don't need me. you This is the Rush Hour with those nerdly
1: on the Red Apple Podcast Network. On this day, 2020, Pamela Hutchison from The Emotions died age 61. This one produced by Maurice White of Earth, Wind & Fire. Best of my love. Emotions started with Stacks labeled, and Isaac Hayes and David Porter wrote one of their first big hits. Yeah. Sounds surprisingly like a Mariah Carey song, doesn't it? Only they were first. Uh, Diego, how do you say the Jets are losers in Spanish? Los Jets
0: son Perdedores.
1: Los Jets son perdedores. 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 Yep. Los Giants. Son perdedores. Los gigantes son perdedores. Oh, los gigantes. Bunch of ya. Okay, got it. You know what time it is. James
2: Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snirly, presents Rapid Phones.
1: We start in Staten Island with Frank. Frank, how are you? Welcome. You're on WABC.
2: Hi, how you doing? Okay, yeah. The guy with jo- Rolling Stone. Uh, who said those things about blacks and women, that's Jan Wenner. And I'm so happy that they fired him from that board. He's the guy responsible for so many good bands that are not in the Hall of Fame. Like Jethro Tull and Emerson Lake and Palmer and Kansas and Renaissance. So many great bands. They're not in the Hall, all because he does not like progressive rock. What a garbage person. I'm fed up with him. I'm glad he's been fired from that board. I'm glad he said the things he said because now they got rid of him. No more Jan Wenner.
1: And I, you, and you are just beginning, my friend. I'm going to wait until I finish my article. What is this, Rhonda said? By the way, if we didn't catch the Chinese spy balloons, isn't it any wonder we lost a plane? Oh, and there's that. Thank you for the call, Frank. Robert in Brooklyn, New York. You're up next
2: all right thanks for taking the call first of all i agree with you 100 percent i stopped following professional sports since the kneeling and the blm patches the other thing is the second point is the work permits they're talking about giving to the illegals the exploited immigrants if they get that are they going to be able to vote in the new york city elections a third point is the CIA whistleblower. Apparently the CIA covered up the origins of COVID. Why is that? Would it be possible for you to get someone like RFK or Tom Renz to talk about it? And the last point Working is, on it. Pod show, is it posted? Could, is it a podcast? I don't see it. I We'll
1: work on that too. We'll find out what's going on. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. White Plains, New York. Dave, you're up next.
2: Yeah. Hi, Mr. Sure. Dave. Um, Longtime editor of uh, Fly Magazine, Richard Collins, hated placards. One of them was, this plane has one engine. If it fails in flight, it's going to come down sooner than expected, and that may cause damage or injury, possibly death. That $70 million plane had one engine. It had backup in every other system but that. Now, I don't know that that's what caused the problem, but it's a little odd that they would design such a creation.
1: Interesting, interesting perspective. Had not heard that one. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Christopher in Starlet, Pennsylvania.
0: James, we don't have much time, so I'll get right to the point. Uh,
1: I think I have a solution to the migrant problem. Nobody wants them. There's over 350 abandoned military bases across the country, and they could probably be made independent with a little bit of work. No one's even talked about that. There's plenty of room for these people. Well, yes, actually, New York... New York is offering up Floyd Bennett Field, one of those bases that you're talking about, as the location for a massive tent city. Now, here's the problem, uh, Christopher, that I have with that, and I want you to just answer this. All of these years, we have homeless people on the streets of every major city, and people say we can't do anything. Why in the world are we talking about opening up military bases and refurbishing them for people who should not be in the country legally, who are not here legally, who should not be in the country, when American citizens are languishing on the streets and we are told there's nothing that we can do about that? Christopher, go ahead.
2: There's a good good reason for that. In fact, I I talked to Bill O'Reilly about it, and he's like, it's hard to separate some of these people from their drugs. And that's, that's why they would never do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Christopher, thank you. I appreciate that. Yorktown, Pennsylvania. Ernie, you're up next. Or Yorktown, New York. Ernie, you're up next. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Bo, thanks a lot for taking my call. Uh, this is an easy one. It's a quick one. Uh, I I, re- I remember last week you brought, brought up the name Frankie Crocker. I believe that Frankie Crocker, who was, as you know, the DJ for WBLS, one of the best DJs on the scene whenever he introduced uh, uh, James Brown he would say the hardest working man in in Hollywood uh, wicked Wilson Pickett. but what I used to love was his closer you remember that song so where
1: I go go by there I go there I go it was by King Pleasure the King Pleasure version of Moody's mood for love and that's what he used to close with absolutely I do it was classic And Frankie did a whole routine around it that was just unbelievably, everybody would tune in waiting for him to do it every day. It never got old. Ernie, thank you. I appreciate it. The name of the song, Moody's Mood for Love. It was the King Pleasure version. Gracie, my Gracie in Rockland County. Hi, Gracie. (laughs) Well, listen. This morning on shit, I heard uh, somebody. You know, they did the math, and uh, if you you do math division, it's it's going to cost us forty thousand dollars a month per per migrant per illegal. So listen, why don't we put them in a nursing home where they're charging only ten thousand, and then we'll have an extra thirty thousand for the homeless. Who is who? Where is this waste of money going? Somebody is making a lot of money, Bo. Gracie, as always, you are so prescient. You know, nursing homes. We should ask former Governor Andrew Cuomo about that. Why don't we put them in nursing homes? Let's ask. Yeah, because we all know. I mean, nursing homes, Cuomo? Oh, uh, that's it for the day. I'm sad to say, my friends. But tomorrow's another day. God willing, we will be back with you tomorrow for Boston Early's Rush Hour, the Tuesday edition. May God bless, protect each and every single one of you, your family, your loved ones. Love, gratitude for your being here and me, allowing me to be with you. Bye